is up, fangirls and boys? Welcome back to Conventures. I'm your host, Anthony Matulin, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Greg. We're going to be recapping LA Comic Con 2021. All right, Greg, before we get into it, I just want to give you a quick, give the uh, listeners a quick synopsis of what LA Comic Con is right off their website. Okay. It's like three paragraphs, so I'm just going to hit the last paragraph because (laughs) I find it the most interesting out of everything. Okay. So here it is. A confluence of comics, gaming, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, and that one obscure thing that you thought everyone had forgotten about. It's all here, and that's what makes this community worth celebrating. That is, I guess, I mean, you could say that about most, like, actual Comic-Cons, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not unique to L.A. Comic-Con. No. All right, so L.A. Comic-Con, formerly called... Was it Stan Lee's Kamikaze? Kamikaze or something? or Kamikaze, something like that. Something Stan like that. Lee something yeah. rebranded as LA Comic Con. I guess, I don't know if it was after he passed away, uh, but it's been LA Comic Con for a little while. Yeah. This was the first time I've ever attended. What about you? I uh, Liz reminded me, my wife reminded me that I did go <laughs> once when it was Stan Lee's Kamikaze. And I don't okay. remember exactly how many years ago, but they had like a whole bunch of the um, the Nickelodeon people from when we were kids. And she was like, mm-hmm. wanted to go see them talk about doing their shows in the 90s or whatever. <laughs> and this was when it was still at the L.A. Convention Center? It was, was I, think it, I think it's, it's always, always been at the L.A. There, Convention right? Center. Yeah. Um, and this was like, I don't know, 2012, 2013. It was like a while back. Okay. So this is the first time I've ever gone. Um, I've always wanted to go, but I've never gone. I don't really know why that is. It's not, it's not far, right? It's like 40, 40, 45 miles from my house, not expensive, but I don't know why I've never gone to this one. I know that it's generally at the end of the year. It's one of the last cons of the year. I think it's November, December, usually maybe that's why. Um, I don't know. I had some expectations. (laughs) Did it meet my expectations? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, did I have an enjoyable time? Yeah, for sure. But it was different than I think any con I've ever gone to. And I mean, I think we'll talk about in a little bit, but it was definitely different than I've gone to. So we've talked about San Diego comic-con we've talked about designer con. So now we're talking about LA comic-con. We did those essentially in three sequential months almost. Right. I think we did uh, designer con and comic-con were in the same month, but one was at the beginning of the month. One was at the end of the month. All of them, because they are in California, have the same uh, mass gathering COVID restrictions. How was your entry to the con and getting through all of that, showing your vaccine card, all that? How was that for you? It was like a uh, militarized zone, the where, where place that I entered in. <laughs> they had it like, was, right? Like, yeah, they got lines for days and then they were pulling, they were like pre-checking everyone's COVID cards in line and like yanking people out and you had to yeah. get, then go through a metal detector and then all that. Yeah. So this is unique to this con where at no other con that I can remember going to, you have to go through a metal detector. Why do you think that is? Why do you think this con has a metal detector? I don't know. I feel like LA doesn't trust nobody. I mean, they got metal detectors in schools. That's true. So you know, <laughs> I wonder if that's like a city, like a city ordinance or something. I don't. I think everyone was just so scared that probably, in order to get insured as any kind of event, you probably just had to say mm-hmm. we're gonna. Everyone goes through a metal detector, so you know. Okay. I mean, it kind of throws a wrench in the whole getting in and out. 
the only reason I can think like Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con doesn't do it, is because they have so much stuff that's off-site. They know people are going in and out. Yeah. And to do a metal detector seems like it would be counterproductive to getting moving people in and out. I know that they do use metal detectors in certain rooms at Comic-Con recently. So I know Hall H uses a metal detector, I think Ballroom 20. But LA Comic-Con, just to get in the convention center, you had to use, you had to go through a metal detector. Wait, but so you're right. It was like militarized. Yeah. Like it felt it felt like apocalyptic where you had to go from like one zone to the next zone. That's a perfect way to describe it. I just remember the first daunting thing is I as I parked on the wrong side of the convention center and I had to get across the street and I was like, I'm just gonna jaywalk across the street because I gotta go all the way down to cross legally. And then there was a cop car just chilling in the middle of the road <laughs> facing me. I was just like I've said this before, and I'll say it again. At none of the conventions that I feel unsafe, walking around downtown LA, I feel unsafe. <laughs> Not unsafe per se, but it's it's you're you're more a little more unsettled than like Anaheim, obviously, and certainly more than San Diego. Yeah. Um, this is also because it's the first time I've been to this con. I've only been to that convention center a handful of times. Like it's it's I feel the most out of sorts, like trying to find parking. Uh, where to go in and out, things like that, because it's just I'm just not used to that area. Yeah. Um. So it was fine for me, like going in and out. You got there before I did, which seems to be a common, <laughs> a common, a common theme if recently. I, if I'm not 15 minutes early, I'm a half an hour late already. <laughs> Man, I mean, I love being early to places, but like being a new parent, it's difficult. <laughs> it sounds dumb, but it's difficult. And then also. You know, anybody who's been to Southern California, like even COVID, driving from Orange County to LA, like it's a gamble if there's going to be traffic or Yeah, not. for sure. So anyways, I got there a little late. I think I got there maybe 15 minutes after I told you I'd be there. Found parking, came in. Um, but <laughs> much like Gerald's time at DesignerCon, they didn't ask me for my COVID. <laughs> my COVID uh, anything. Skirted right past it. Yeah. And I thought it was because I went into like a press area to get my press badge. But no, I asked the lady. I asked you. You were like, no, they, they they asked me for mine. Then I asked the lady when I picked up my badge, like, hey, what's what's going on? Are they not asking people for, for vaccines? And she made it like a big deal. Like, oh, they're supposed to be. Did they not? Who didn't? Like, this lady wanted me to rat <laughs> on somebody. I was like, it doesn't matter. At this point, I'm in, lady. But yeah. <laughs> cool. So they did not ask me for my COVID, uh, <laughs> COVID documentation. Um, but it was fine. It was fine. I feel like I got through pretty fast. No, you got through real fast. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the my main goal at Comic-Con, at, at LA Comic-Con, was, was twofold. To hang out with you, right? Because that I, mean, I enjoy hanging out with you. We have a good time. Didn't know how long we were going to stay. Certainly didn't get there when it opened. I think I got there around noon-ish. Yeah. You got there a little before I did. So hang out with you was my one goal, and to take photos. Um, they have a, a ton of cosplayers here. Um, this is one of the conventions where the cosplayers seem to congregate in the same area. So I was excited about that. Didn't really care about the floor too much. Didn't really care about spending money because we uh, had just gone to Comic-Con and DesignerCon. What was your goal? Like when when I said, hey, do you want to go? You were like, yeah, let's do it. What was your what was your goal at this? What did you want to accomplish? I think my first goal was to hang out. Um, my secondary goal, my wife was like, if you're going to go there, you got to get me um, 
Benedict Wong, so I got I got that. Um, okay. But got to get me Benedict Wong. What does that mean? Got to get uh, got to get her an autograph from him. <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> so okay. that's what I did when I was killing time until you until you showed up. As I went and got got his autograph. Um, okay. Other than that, I was just going there to 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 check it out. I had I hadn't been there in so long. I forgot what it was like there. And I, to be fair though, I feel like it is a lot different now than it was the last time I went there. Yeah. Again, I don't have anything to gauge it by. It's a, it's a pretty standard floor, right? In aspect of like what they're selling and who's there. It is not average on how crowded it is. No. So yeah. I don't know. I know that the, the, the comic con, the LA comic con website says that in 2019, they had 123,000 visitors. It's not that much this year. Like we can just say 100% yeah. it wasn't that much. But it was way more than Comic-Con San Diego and it was way more than Designer Con. Now, yeah. was it in totality less than San Diego Comic-Con? I don't know. But they used a lot more space in at San Diego than they did here. It was nuts to butt, man. Yeah. It was fucking it was so packed. crowded. Yeah. So crowded and to the detriment, I think, of the vendors, like you and I didn't even really stop and look at much because it was so crowded. And yeah. whether it was a mixture of like not really feeling super comfortable because there were so many people. And this was pre or right as Omicron was like really hitting. So it wasn't like a massive concern yet. Right. Yeah. But COVID is still a thought. It was packed. And I think it's a bit of a, a detriment to the to the people who have booths because I don't know that. People would have, I don't think people like us were going to stop and spend money because we were just trying to keep moving. No, but I, I mean, I also feel like we coming off of like, for me, I didn't go to Comic-Con, but I did go to Designer Con and coming off of that and the unique stuff that they had those tables, like I didn't have as much of a desire to even stop at some of these places, almost regardless of the number of people that were crowding around them, just because it was all the stuff you see everywhere is just a bunch of, yeah. you know, overpriced toys I'm not going to buy and, uh, <laughs> you know, stuff like right. that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. What what this con did have, though, that not a con that I have been to since COVID had was a ton of celebrities, right? So yeah. a lot of these cons obviously have... So you take San Diego Comic-Con out of it because none of the cons besides New York Comic-Con at a lower level have the same amount of celebrities at the cons that San Diego Comic-Con does, right? So LA Comic-Con's not getting Robert Downey Jr. They're not getting Harrison Ford. They're not getting people like that. Where Comic-Con does, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, but it's not for to meet the fans. It's for press and then for the panels. LA Comic-Con has autograph signings, and they had a pretty significant amount of celebrities this year. Um, which was surprising because San Diego Comic-Con had none. And I was shocked at the amount of people that were there and the lines to get autographs. They were capped. I mean, they were outside of the yeah. of the of the, the the hall that had the celebrities, right? It was crazy. It was bonkers. And it was almost to a point where when I first, when I got there before you did and I walked up and I was like Oh man, this is the line. I gotta wait. Like I thought that was just the line, like to get for to everybody. Get and I, yeah. I was like, oh my god. And then I and I eventually found out, like, oh no, all these people are in line <laughs> for I don't know Bruce Campbell or you know whoever. Yeah. And 
And so I was just Conroy. like, okay, so I can bypass this line, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a scene, man. Yeah. It was crazy. And uh, I mean, good. Good for the people who came. Good for the, the celebrities so that they could, you know, make some make some money during COVID. Like, that's awesome. But it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, it, it was more crowded to me than like a than than an average year pre-covid would have been. And I don't know if it's again because people just haven't been out to do this in, in 2 years that they were just like, "Hey, I got to I got to go meet Power Ranger number 4." <laughs> and it's it's like a that big Red deal. Ranger, man. He's dude. I get it. Red Ranger. <laughs> um so it, I mean that that was cool. It was it was a little bit back to the, the to the norm, but again it was uh it was uncomfortable to me a little yeah. bit. Is you get used to not having to be in crowds that big, and then you it get re- used to it, yeah, yeah. You, COVID or nothing, just like the amount of people in proximity of you, like all up against you, you're just like, I'm good. My bubble's yeah, gotten a little like bit bigger. That. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Before we were in like a global pandemic, and then let alone like now that we are, it still feels like uncomfortable for some reason. Yeah. So. I, I think we could both say that the floor was, I don't know that I would say disappointment because I didn't really have any expectations, but it wasn't fun. No, it was just kind of like you were walking. I felt like you're walking through it and not really walking. Like you're walking, you're trying to walk through it to go, is there something else I should be seeing versus yeah. like meandering and checking things out? Yeah, it's, it is in, in some aspects similar to how a a normal year at San Diego Comic-Con is. But this, so LA Comic-Con was almost all um, like retail, yeah, right? It wasn't a ton of, of stuff on display and to look. Where San Diego Comic-Con is reversed, right? It's probably 75% booths where you're looking at um, stuff that hasn't come out or they're doing exhibits or shows or like walkthroughs. Um, and then they have the the kind of the ends that are people selling things. Yeah. So I think at San Diego Comic Con you expect the mass uh, groups of people because you're 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 trying to look at new stuff that isn't out yet and it might take you longer. Where this was essentially like you're just trying to buy stuff, and it just felt like counterproductive to buying stuff because it's so crowded. Yeah, I mean, like I, I I was thinking about it more recently. What I felt like the LA Comic Con was, and I felt like it was. Like there's all these littler comic cons all over the country that get a couple of names or whatever, and it has some kind of boost sure. that are probably more like what they had here. And I feel like the LA Comic Con was more just like one of those on steroids, yeah. yeah. Than something like it. It clearly has the the number of people attending on a normal good year mm-hmm. that would justify it becoming something next level. Like, it shouldn't just be, like, one of the everyday Comic-Cons or, like, little conventions that happen. It, it, and I don't think it necessarily is justified to be something like New York or San Diego, but it could be more in that direction than it is. What you said is a perfect analogy. It is, uh, uh, it is Long Beach Comic-Con on steroids, right? Because even the panels they have... San Diego Comic-Con and to a lesser extent New York Comic-Con, what differentiates them on top of the celebrities that are attending is that they are debuting new things. Yeah. They are showing, you know, a new trailer to this, a new show of this, where all of the other cons essentially around the country are just doing like reunions or they're doing like spotlight panels on a specific actor. They're not 
debuting anything for the most part. There's yeah. exceptions, but San Diego Comic Con for the most part is not. They're not going to have a, a, a Kevin Conroy panel, right? The Kevin Conroy panel would be to like a, a career achievement or because a new Batman movie is coming out that he's voicing. Where LA Comic Con will just be like, here's Kevin Conroy, he's doing a panel, just like career retrospective kind of. Yeah. You know, LA Comic Con, New York Comic Con aren't do or uh, excuse me, San Diego Comic Con, New York Comic Con are not doing that. And if they are, it's an outlier where where all these other panel or all the other conventions are really just reunions and like celebrations. Yeah. So I think that I, I don't know that LA Comic Con would get to that point. Even WonderCon is where they will show like trailers to new shows and things like that. I don't know that LA Comic Con needs to get to that point. I don't think they're really trying to. No, I, I don't think they have a niche. Yeah. And they're filling it. I but I don't I don't feel like it needs to be somewhere where you go to debut stuff. But at the same no. time, like I felt like the the Q and A's that they were doing at LA Comic Con felt like the Q and A's <laughs> they do at the sad conventions where you know there's only like one or two people with names and there's just some random yeah. person you're interviewing them, asking them the same questions that they hear everywhere else. Like, yeah, it. There's a lot of people in LA. Like, I feel like you could start pulling some things and doing some interesting, you know, like you could do stuff that's about like a celebration of whatever. And the people don't sure. even have to come there to do autographs. Like, you could just come there just to do, do that discussion and take off. Like, I can, I can only watch a Smallville panel with the same five people <laughs> so many times before it's just the same shit over and over and over. It's just the same questions. Yeah. And again, panels aren't really my thing, right? I will watch panels occasionally, and I bring up the Smallville panel because as LA Comic Con did, it's the crazy, to me, for whatever reason, it like blew my mind and not in a good way. They don't do their big panels, and I think they were calling them spotlight panels. They don't do them in a hall. They do them in the middle of the convention floor. Yeah, that was weird. So like where two different, the, the convention floor is broken into halves, but in between the halves, it's like on the back wall. And I don't know if it was unique to this year or this is how they do it every year. They have like the convention or the, the panel and they have some seating, but then they also just let people stand. Yeah. And it's just so it was it was dude I don't know why it was so odd to me what? like so odd I, I like how you and I were like can, can we sit down in one of those chairs right there and they're like no nah, yeah. it's VIP only and we're like oh yeah. okay I guess we're standing in the hallway like that's our only other option <laughs> yeah and it's just like it's got to be a fire hazard and plus what are the the people who have booths right there are probably just like can we keep moving so we can get some more foot traffic and just have a better a chance of getting sales. Yeah. It was odd to me. It's just, it was the, it was the most odd thing. And I've been to, I don't know, man, I've probably been to 20 different uh, conventions, like comic based convention, pop culture based conventions, maybe more than that. Certainly more times than that, but 20 separate different types. And this is the first time I've ever seen one like that. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, I've seen some that are yeah. so small that they, that they're in the same room, but it's only because of a lack of, resources to have it in its own walled off space but it has like yeah a it's whole not at the la area. convention center yeah 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 but it's it's not getting a hundred and twenty three thousand yeah. uh attendees it's like in the basement of a marriott you know like <laughs> yeah yeah i've never been to one that's like i've been to some small conventions and they still either i missed that part or they're in because even um We've we've both gone to the Hollywood uh, Collector Show, yeah. which is essentially just a big exhibitor floor with old celebrities that sign autographs. Yeah, um, 
But they do like little. Do they do panels at those? I don't know. Do they? If they do, I've never stayed for one. <laughs> I don't know, but they they do like photos. And yeah. They don't do photos in the same area. Yeah. So I find it odd that the LA Convention <laughs> Center would just be like, "Hey, have this this panel and just let you know five thousand people just stand and just uh, block traffic." Yeah. It was. It probably wasn't five thousand people. It was probably closer to like fifteen hundred. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so that would be a, a massive fail, but I don't really care about panels, so it didn't really bother me. Yeah, it was just odd. I mean, I guess um, to, to 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 flip it around, like other than the side, yeah. the place that it was odd to experience the panel, to kind of like flip it around, I would say you could be almost anywhere in that convention and experience the panel. True. True. Which is unique because like you have the you have like the situations that happen at at Comic Con where like let's say you really want to go to a certain panel and you don't get in. Well, tough nuts, you're not gonna ever see it, you know, unless you yeah. watch it rebroadcast it some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm I get you. Um does that speak more to the popularity of the people they have at the panels in LA Comic Con versus San Diego Comic Con? Because <laughs> I think it might. I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> or might. or the interesting the interesting uh topics that they were discussing yeah no it's, yeah yeah it's... I, what you're saying though does make sense like you don't and that that's kind of how we stumbled into it right is because um i i enjoyed smallville to a point um i enjoy an actress on smallville and we were both like, oh, the panel is right now. I wonder where it is. And I think we said that and literally looked up and we're like, oh, look at the look at the big TV <laughs> yeah. right there. Oh, that's that's where they are. Literally right in front of right us. Right in front yeah. of us. <laughs> and we stopped and watched for I don't know what, five minutes. Yeah. And then, and like, then I was yeah, just like moving right, on. Yeah. Also, like just stopping and standing and watching something is just a uncomfortable like thing. I either want to sit down or keep moving. Yeah. All right, so at some point, you and I, we separated for a little bit. I went and did photos. You went and got uh, an autograph from, a, from a, a, a comic creator. But before that, you and I were both like, hey, let's get something to eat. Or was it after that? I think it was before. It was before. It was before. And I said, hey, they're supposed to have food trucks. Let's go check out the food truck area. <laughs> that was a terrible idea, Greg. <laughs> it w- it no, was no, no, no. Like it was a good yard? idea. It was a terrible setup that they had. <laughs> Good idea, poor execution. It was bananas how crazy it was, dude. You and I literally stepped out into the, it was like a courtyard, I guess. (laughs) Stepped out into the courtyard, did like one of these where we panned from side to side. And we both like just, I don't even think we said anything. I think we just both turned around at the same time. Like, okay, I don't need to eat right now. I'm good. I'm not that hungry. I'm not that hungry. (laughs) I can't imagine the weights. I can't imagine. Oh, man. It must have been like 30, 45 minutes to like stand in line Dude. for one of those trucks. At least. And then, and then where are you sitting? I know. <laughs> it, was, it was a weird. They had like, and I can only think I have been to the L.A. Convention Center for WonderCon, the one year they did WonderCon uh, in L.A. when the Anaheim Convention Center was under, under construction. And they had the food trucks outside. Yeah. I would imagine they didn't do it this year because of the getting people in and out of the of the convention center because of covid so i would imagine that's why they didn't do it this year i I don't know i mean i went to the la convention center uh la convention center for the la auto show two weeks prior 
and okay. everything was nicely spaced out, and they had food trucks out front. <laughs> and no, no metal detectors? They had metal detectors. Um, okay. It was a similar like line to get in, but they had more of them, so it was like okay. lines were just moving. Like we just walked straight. Like you know, we didn't really have to wait in that much of a line. Um, and so like you know, people weren't afraid to walk back out of the convention center. You know what I mean? Like I feel here yeah. we're just like, oh god, do we like because I'm sure there's probably decent places in walking distance we could have gone to eat, but we're know. like, I don't want to have to walk and then like wait in a 25 minute line to get back into this place. I just don't, and maybe it's it speaks more about me than you. I just don't want to cruise around downtown LA not knowing where I'm going. <laughs> but I don't like to do that anywhere. Yeah, it's not specific to LA. Like I don't. I am someone who doesn't like to just. Hey, let's just walk around and see if we can find some place. That's just not fun to me. No. Um. So maybe maybe again that's I'm sure, I'm sure there are places to eat, and I know like what is it uh. LA Live, which is which is right across the center from what was Staples Center. I don't know what it's called now. Some some crypto Bitcoin or something. Crypto crypto something. Um they have like some food there. Yeah. But it's it's like Cheesecake Factory and shit like that. Yeah. So I would say overall, my time at LA Comic Con was like out of the three cons we did relatively you know, together, you did not do San Diego with us. I would say it was my least favorite of the time of them. Um, but it's something I would still go to again. Like I would definitely try to go if they have, if, you know, if, if everything is okay and we have it again this year, I would go again. Yeah. Especially because it, it, I got a press pass. It didn't cost me anything. Parking was relatively not, I think it was like 20 bucks for parking. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, I think I would go again. No, just absolutely. Check it out. I mean, you know, like Damien says, the barrier for entry was really low. Like it's yeah. 20 something minutes from my house. You know, we're going on the weekend. Yeah. You can hit it. You can find a time when there's not going to be traffic. And yep, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's not, it's not Comic Con. It's not San Diego Comic Con, which is a which is a trek for you. Yeah, it's a trek for me. Uh, everything is much higher, much much harder to do because it's such a larger con. So many people want, so many more people want to attend. Yeah, you know, you have to have reservations, all this stuff. It's not like that. Yeah, I think I I think I bought my oh. ticket like two nights before. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like it's just not, it was, you're just like, here, they, they still have badges available. Yeah. Cool. So I want to talk about my favorite thing we did there. <laughs> and that was, as we, the aforementioned eating, uh, we could not eat in the convention center because of uh, the food trucks just being gangbusters. So as I'm walking in and out, because I probably went to my car like four times, I think at some, at some point, because I had to like drop off my camera. I had to drop. So I walked to my car a couple of times. And every time I walk back and forth, man, they got the the people cooking up the hot dogs outside <laughs> on like the the makeshift. I don't even know what their their grills. It's the downtown specialty right there. Yeah, man, they get me every time because like they smell good. Oh yeah, you know you want to support like local people, and I, I they got me at the most vulnerable time, man. They got me after being there all day and not eating. <laughs> so you and I were leaving, and uh, I think I said to you like, "Hey, you want you want to catch one of these dogs?" And then we both had a moment where we thought, I do, I really do, but I don't want the poops later. <laughs> and that was a calculated risk. <laughs> and uh, I think it was a good, it was a good decision. So we, we got the dogs, right? Yeah. Um, the lady obviously doesn't take, there's no square. Yeah. She doesn't take <laughs> she, credit card. Yeah. Um, Can't Venmo. I, I don't think I had enough cash or you, I don't know. I think you paid. 
got got a couple couple drinks and and sat there for another like I don't know I felt like we sat there for probably like thirty minutes and just ate a, a street dog and and had had some good conversation. Yeah, that was probably my favorite part of the whole. Conversation. No, that was good. No, yeah, because it it was we finally had it we finally had enough space that we could talk. Like I feel like a lot of it yeah. we were just like chatting about what we were doing, but like it was yeah. so congested that you know you're just like I'm just worried about making the- sure you know someone's not running into me. You know. Yeah, and you have the mask on, yeah. and it's not like as personable. Yeah, I, I, sitting down, chit chatting, you doing some people watching. I think was was my favorite part. Uh, we saw some rats. <laughs> saw some large. I'm not sure. Large... Like, are those really considered still rats in the rat family when they're of that size? What do you think they are? Like possums? I don't know. It's some. They they're like partial, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, but they didn't quite get enough of the ooze. You know, they're like just. It could be. They could be splintered. Yeah. <laughs> uh dude they were they were huge they were big enough uh that we could see them because at this point when we left it was probably six it was later i mean it was sun was down yeah. uh it, they were large enough that you could see them running behind us peripherally in the street lights yeah <laughs> you heard them first you saw the you heard this rustle and then like yeah i was like is that a cat and i caught one out of the corner of my eye and i was like I think that was a rat, but that was that was big. And you're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And then I mean, give it a couple of minutes, yeah, and you're like, "And then I saw one." Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just it's you don't think about those things. Like obviously, there's rats outside, yeah. but you just don't think about like, "Hey, I'm eating a hot dog, and a big rat's gonna run behind me." But yeah, man, uh, large rats. They were drawn to those large dogs rats in just LA. like you were. You know, they were. They were absolutely. <laughs> absolutely oh man uh good times um but yeah i i think it was it was enjoyable i mean i didn't hate it and no. i would go again yeah, I'll go again. i i always wonder with these conventions and I, I don't know about this one specifically but it, it crossed my mind would it be better to go multiple days and i think about that because is there something we missed by trying to get through it all in one day. I would say at this one, no. No. Uh, I don't know why you would possibly need to go to two days. No, go two days. I don't know why you would want to travel to like California to go to this one. Uh, but that's just, that's I don't know. That's just me. What yeah. about you? I, you're shaking your head. No. So I no, would imagine I mean, you would go multiple days. I, I think like I think the if you wanted to say like you wanted to hit that floor before it got too crowded, then you would yeah. have gotten there when it opened. You know. Yeah. And you go there when it's open, and then you kind of, like, cruise through that early. But, like, again, like, what I was saying about this versus, you know, Designer Con is my two kind of most recent things to compare against. Like, there just wasn't anything that special about the um, the boost that they had at the LA Comic Con. Like, it just, there wasn't anything... That I felt like was special enough to warrant a special trip or a a longer right. trip. Yeah, the only thing for me, again, because I like to take photos, would be more time to take photos, and you would hope that you would get different crowd or potentially people, same people, but in different cosplay. Yeah. So that would be okay. Um, because it's not super close to my house, I don't think I would do it. For instance, WonderCon, I've never done multiple days, and and it's similar to the to to LA Comic Con where you can walk the floor in forty minutes, 
to an hour and a half, depending on how much time you're spending. But if you're just casually looking at things, you can certainly get through WonderCon in an hour and a half. And I think you could probably do LA Comic Con as well. Yeah. But because it is closer to my house and I just enjoy that con more, the vibe, uh, I would probably do WonderCon. I'm planning on doing WonderCon multiple days this year if it happens, but more for the photography aspect yeah. than cruising around. Now, granted, I'll probably walk around the floor a handful of times because you're breaking up like your day. You're trying to do something else. But I didn't feel that at LA Comic Con. Yeah. It's, 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 a, I'm trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to explain how I feel. LA Comic Con felt foreign to me because it was my first time. So everything didn't feel comfortable. We're like, WonderCon, I've done it so many times. I just feel comfortable. Yeah. Like I get there, I know where I'm going, I know what I'm doing. And it, it's maybe more enjoyable because of that. It's San Diego Comic Con is certainly that way. Like the, the familiarity of it makes it more enjoyable to me. Than anything, yeah. Um, and it can, maybe that's like a nostalgia thing too. Maybe that's some, you know, some subconscious thing I'm not even thinking of. But LA Comic Con felt rushed, foreign, different, not as fun. I think because of those reasons. Yeah. Maybe it'll feel better next year. I I don't really think so, but maybe. Yeah, like I would I would say, it's one of those things where you kind of go like you want to withhold judgment until you're seeing it at its, at at the best it could be, which would be For a sure. non-COVID year. Probably take it, it, you know, maybe on a normal year, it takes advantage of more of the convention center than it was this time. Because I know, like, yeah. you know, the, that convention center has a whole lower level that is exact same square footage as the space we were in. And on the yeah. opposite side of the street, ditto. Like, you know, the same, the, you know, when we were at the LA Auto Show, like, they had all four of the two, both floors of both sides of the convention center were, yeah, were packed with stuff. Um, and I kind of remember before, not when we went. I mean, again, I think the year I was looking back on like Wikipedia for like the amount of people that went. I think the the year that I went before, there was like fifty five thousand people attended versus like what you said, the hundred and twenty three or something of of yeah. twenty nineteen. Um, yep. It didn't feel as claustrophobic as it did. Like my memory of it was not as like I don't remember feeling like everything was on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's some truth to that too, that like once it opens back up in it, when again, the number I'm looking at is they are referencing 2019. They had 123,000 people. Uh, and I, I don't know how many they had this year. So maybe when they did have the 123,000 people in 2019, they did have yeah. more floors open. So everybody wasn't just in the autograph area in the like, atrium looking area yeah. and the, the floor itself. Let me ask you this question. If designer con and LA comic con were flip flopped, if LA comic con was the first con that any of us had gone to in two years and was in November, would you have enjoyed it more? I think I probably would have enjoyed it more because it would have been just the first thing getting back out there again. I think, yeah. you know, the, the thing we got lucky by going to designer con because it was fun to go there as the first thing and it had like more stuff to i think kind of look at um yeah and it wasn't as yeah crazy. so it kind of like it, yeah exactly and so it set a pretty uh high bar precedent for you know anything else that we were going to do following that 
Yeah, there's probably some truth to that. I, I think definitely the anticipation would have been, you know, hundred hundredfold more. Yeah. For for L.A. Comic Con for me, if it was going to be happening in November, before Designer Con yeah. and L.A. and uh, San Diego Comic Con, because uh, th- again, this was just like a like a week before. I was like, hey, let you know, I I don't have anything to do this Saturday. Like, I'll go to it. <laughs> um, so I think I think it would have been at least the anticipation would have been way higher. Now, would I have then come onto a podcast and said? Yeah, it was fine. I'll probably go next year. Or would I have had such an anticipation and then it would have been like it was and I would be like, fuck this con. I'll never go back to that thing again. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to think that I wouldn't do that, but there's probably a little part of me that knows I would. <laughs> so I don't know. It's hard to say. I know I like designer con a hell of a lot more than LA Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how you really compare those two besides that we just went to them. It's it's tough. Yeah. Because they're, they're kind of two completely... You know, like, I feel like everything that's convention kind of gets clustered together, even though they really have nothing to do with each other. Like, different conventions are completely different beasts. And, absolutely, you know, I I would almost say that with the exception of the fact that they had a handful of comic book booths and, you know, the people selling stuff will sell stuff from wherever. Like, I don't feel like this is necessarily a comic book convention because it's not it doesn't have panels about that it doesn't have like it doesn't it's not really focused on it you know yeah i mean not that we know of right but yeah. it's certainly it is pop culture yeah it's it's yeah it's not there's it's called a comic con and that's it's kind of bump we talked about this on the very first episode i think or we yeah we talked about it on the first episode with gerald the idea that they're all called comic cons it's kind of bugs a little bit because san diego to me, is Comic-Con. Yeah. I like that Phoenix is called Phoenix Fan Fusion. I like that yeah. WonderCon is called WonderCon. Yeah. Um, I like that there's, like, Fan Expo, and there's, you know, the Galaxy Con, and there's the, they're not trying to say Comic-Con. Yeah. Like Emerald City Con, right? LA Comic-Con is one of the ones that still tries to say Comic-Con. Yeah. And I get it, because you're you're drifting off of... <laughs> you're drifting off of the, the, the Comic-Con name. And it makes me think that there's a reason they changed it from Stan Lee's Kamikaze or whatever it was called to Comic-Con because it's probably like, oh, this is more pop culture where Stan Lee, oh, maybe it's more maybe it's more comic books or maybe it's specific to Marvel, right? Yeah. Like the branding was a little bit odd to me. It was, Where yeah. this is more broad and this is supposed to be pop culture. And it is. It really, 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 really wants to be San Diego Comic-Con. Like more so than WonderCon more so than Emerald City Con, Long Beach Con, any of the other ones I've been to, this one really, really, really wants to be San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. And it's not. No. It's but, not. It doesn't have the festival feel. It doesn't have the off-sites. It's not in arguably like one of the most beautiful cities in the U.S. Like it's just not. And it, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. But just like carve out your own little spot then. Yeah, figure out what you want to do that's going to make what you're doing special like what do you bring to it like absolutely i feel like you know working in a design company like you're you're always asking yourself what what do we do that makes us special that people are going to want to come to our company and have us do something yeah like what do you stand yeah what do we what what do we bring to the table that no and do better than what anyone else does 
And I feel like yeah. when you're running something like that, you this you have to be asking yourself that also. It's like, what can we, what can, you know, we're in Los Angeles, we're in Hollywood. We're the only yeah. big convention of this kind in Hollywood. Like, what can we capitalize yeah. on that? And what can we bring to the table and do that, that other places can't do? Because, like, I feel like if you did, like, what you're talking about, those, like, retrospective conversations and stuff like that, like, you're in a place where probably most of these people live. Like, it's not like San yep. Diego or something like that where you got you to gotta try to coax people to come out to you. Like, this could be something, like, as easy as we drove down there. Someone from some old thing is coming down here and talking about it. You know, like, you should be able to yep. pull from that more than they do. Yeah, I mean, what, what San Diego Comic-Con has for it is it's, one of, if not the largest and longest running comic book convention, yeah. right? Whether it's a comic book convention or not anymore, it's pop culture, but it is the longest running, they say, of its kind. Certainly it is it is draws the most people. Doesn't draw the most people in the convention center, but because they they shut down the city and it becomes a festival where they have 20 offsites, the restaurants change, like it is not just the convention anymore, it's all the offsites. So what they have for them is they have the nostalgia factor. They have the, I have to go there factor. Yeah. Like this, it, it becomes a bucket list item for people. They have all the offsites and they have the names. They have the celebrities. And that's what everybody else is trying to do. New York is the closest. Yeah. And then I don't even know where it falls from there. I don't know how Comic-Con, LA Comic-Con, like, I don't know how they get any of that. Because to your point, they should have access yeah, because like you said, barrier to entry. They should have access to plenty of celebrities. Yeah. They don't have the room for offsites. I get that, but they could do something, it, and they don't. It, it, like there, there's no reason, Greg. There's no reason that Peacemaker could have couldn't have been at LA Comic Con when it was at San Diego Comic Con less than a month less than a month before. Hundred percent. Like there's yeah. no reason because all those people who came down to do the Peacemaker. Uh, to 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 build the set, to build the offsite, to run it. Those are all LA people, cool. right? Those are all people from. And they're the all LA studios, companies. So there's no reason they couldn't. Have I mean, like HBO's that's around the saying. corner from where I work. Like you know, like it's that, here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so there's no reason they couldn't have been there. It didn't take like the sh La Brea. Literally, dude was in the dining area of of Tin Fish, which is the size of my condo. <laughs> There's no reason it couldn't have been on the outside yeah. of the convention yeah. center in LA. There's just no reason. But they chose to be at San Diego. And why is that? And it's because it's San Diego Comic-Con. And I wonder if it's like, because I know like you, we, like listening to that podcast that, we, that you and I both listened to about the history of Comic-Con, like you find, you've right. kind of realized how important it is that a con that a convention of any kind has a really solid group of people who are kind of devoted to it year round and working to yeah. put it together. And so I would imagine that this Comic Con being this LA one being what it is, probably doesn't have that strong of a group of dedicated people and they may only have a certain interest in what they are want to do with it like i feel like yeah to organize something that would be more special would take you know 10 people working kind of all year slowly on it yeah to assemble but it could be something amazing but you know like yeah, this like, is like kind of like you have all the opportunity 
but no one is uh, capitalizing on it. Yeah, like San Diego Comic-Con has a museum now, right? Yeah. They have, they have at some point, they had their own shows on sci-fi. Yeah. They have podcasts about them. They have people who write books. They have oral histories. Like, they have all these things about it. So it is its own brand almost, yeah. where LA Comic-Con isn't a brand. Nobody cares about LA Comic-Con. It doesn't have the cachet built up yet. Maybe it'll get there. Yeah. But it doesn't right now. And... I guess I mean I guess that's that's the big differentiating factor is just one has has cachet. I always compare and this doesn't make me happy. I always compare Comic-Con San, uh, San Diego Comic-Con to Coachella, right? The big music festival <laughs> yeah. out here. There's zero reason that Coachella should draw the people they draw because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh yeah, right? And it, they only do because it has like the cachet built up and the it factor and it's a bucket list item for people. Yeah. And it is like it how it is now at San Diego Comic-Con. I don't know how many people that go to Coachella are actually going to Coachella to actually like enjoy music or they're just going to say I was there to take photos for the Instagram, you know, for TikTok, for things, just to say I was there. Yeah. There is a, I know for a fact, there is a subset of people who go to San Diego Comic-Con for that reason. Oh, yeah. No. Because it's it's an event. They don't want to miss it. They need to say they were there for whatever reason. Yeah. And I'm that, that's fine. I'm not... I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me. But Comic-Con, LA Comic-Con doesn't have that. No, for sure. And it's, it's funny that you're talking about that because, like, you know, like, no one who I work with knows that I go to any kind of conventions. Like, I don't talk to anyone it's about that kind best. of stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's funny because... But we could we, we could use we could use the like, review, <laughs> like, rate, and review and subscribe. I'm just saying. You could say... You could let them know that. But go ahead. But it's always funny... <laughs> To hear uh, when when someone from a place that work does go to Comic Con, because they went mm -hmm. for the exact same reason as what you're saying, they they didn't go there because they were drawn to go to Comic Con for any reason other than the fact that they hear that everyone goes there and it's this big yeah. event and they just want to yeah. get a peek at it. And I mean, yeah. I feel like the difference between Coachella and Comic Con is that a lot of people go to Comic Con and go like, "Wow, that was crazy." There was a lot of people dressed up. Eh, I don't know if I need to go back there again. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Where I feel yeah. like, you know, like uh, what you're saying, the the um, Coachella has, you know, it's become a bucket listing, I feel like, for both the people who attend it and also the people who uh, go there as, like, the, with their, you know, their bands. Like, it's a bucket list for a band to play there. You know what I feel like also? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But there might be... I, I've I've heard of people who have always wanted to have like a panel at Comic Con. That's true. They, yeah, they might be like smaller content content creators. Yeah, and then they get a panel and they're they're just it's you know the the best thing in the world. I, I'm with you though. Like I, I completely agree. I, I do. I do wonder. Yeah, you know, we we've talked about it before. I, I know not on a pod, but like other friends and I have talked about it. Is how long will the conventions kind of stay where they are now? Because we're you keep thinking we're at the peak of of pop culture and kind of I don't want to say nerdiness, but like it's not. Nerds are different from when we, you and I were younger than they are now, yeah. right? They're it's more popular now to be a nerd almost. Uh, that I always wonder, like, are we going to continue to grow? Are these conventions continue to grow, or that at some point they're just going to like level off, and then we're going to see like a decline in them? I don't know. The best thing I can, the best thing, best analogy, or the, or the way I can gauge it is when I, people do know I go to cons, right? I don't tell everybody, but people do yeah. know. 
it used to be, oh, are you into comics? Then that evolved to like, oh, do you dress up? Then it was like, oh, are you into X, Y, and Z? And now it's the point where like, oh, that like it's not even a question of are you a nerd? Do you dress up? Uh, are you into comic books? It's just like, oh, that's super cool that you go. Like, I want to go. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So it's evolved in what people even think about cons to where it is now, at least in my opinion. Yeah, no, for a hundred percent. Because it used to be like, oh, you're one of those guys who plays D and D on the weekend with your friends in their parents' right. basement, like. That yep. was the subsection of society who everyone felt like went to conventions. And now right. I feel like all of that kind of stigma or, or preconceptions of uh, people who like that kind of stuff, it, and it it's all has to do with like the internet and all that stuff. Is that everything is everywhere and everyone ha- is exposed to everything. And so like, you know, because you like comic books, nobody cares anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at what's the most popular film franchises, yeah. right? They're comic book IP. Yeah. And I think that that, it's not just, comic book nerds are not the only ones going to see those movies, no. obviously. So then that that opens it up to, oh, I like those movies. Yeah. I must need to go to Comic-Con to be involved with that. I'm not I'm not a nerd. Like, so yeah. I get it. I don't, I don't always love it, <laughs> but I'm happy that, like, I'm happy that the people who, who have created these things now get shine, right? That's like true. That, that's yeah. cool. And it and it's it's good for me because I enjoy these things. And as, if they continue to get more popular, there'll be more of them, and I can experience it more. Yeah. So like that's not a bad thing. No, and it's like, I mean, yeah, I get I get what you're feeling. Like, do I feel burned out? You know, from all the the Marvel stuff out there. Yeah, but like I also find yes. that you you know every <laughs> once in a while you get something that someone's doing that. Um, you know, like I feel a lot like because of the popularity of those kind of what I would call like the more kind of mainstream comic book stuff, you're getting a lot more indie right. comic book stuff that's getting uh, time in the spotlight. Yeah. You know, like like yeah. the, like I really enjoy the Umbrella Academy that uh, is on um, Netflix. And I don't feel like that there's no way that would have ever gotten seen the light of day no. if it wasn't for the popularity of other stuff, you know. Yeah, no, there's a ton of stuff like yeah. that, right? Um, and I think even like you, like now you're into comics. Yeah. And I don't think that, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe that would have happened in, before and maybe it's a, because of COVID and you had a lot of, <laughs> you had more free time. But it's just like more readily available yeah. now, right? And 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it wasn't. And now it is. Yeah. And so that's that's awesome. That Those are the good, that's the good parts of like the oversaturation. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So just to recap, LA Comic Con, what would you give it? Like a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Eh, like a like a like a six, maybe out of ten. Like it's definitely yeah. something's happening there. It's not like a nine or a ten, <laughs> but it's also not like right. a sad convention you go to that you give like a two. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah. Like for me, it's not Reno Comic Con. <laughs> Which, oh God, which is like a two, yeah. <laughs> and it's not San Diego. It's 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 not. It's above an average con, yeah. just for the sheer size, spectacle, the celebrities they get, the attendees they get. Yeah, you know, it, it's in L.A., so you're gonna get a certain level of like cosplay and celebrities. So I would say it's like six or seven. Yeah. The so I, 
you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reserve judgment a hundred percent till I go again. I would say outside of like what you were saying, New York. I mean, which I've never been to, but I'm assuming uh san diego yeah. and WonderCon. i bet you it's probably one of the places with the better showing of um cosplay cosplay people probably like WonderCon is the best for me san diego is probably the best but because they're not because it's so yeah. big you don't see everybody where WonderCon, everybody eventually congregates to the front yeah. um i don't know man i got a real soft spot for emerald city con which is in seattle which i have been to because i used to live there I mean, I went to it's like when it was a baby. Yeah. And then to see where it's at now, it's like one of the top five attended conventions it was at one point in the country. It is, it's amazing. And it's a, they have, the Pacific Northwest has such a cool, weird vibe about it that I feel like that is pushed into the con, especially with like independent artists and people like that. Yeah that I really like that convention, but that convention, the last time I went with, which, which was in 2018 really though, does have a feel like comic-con mm -hmm. LA comic-con where it's almost too busy to do anything at this Got point. Got it. And they're in the middle of downtown. And because of the rain, they don't do anything outdoors. Mm -hmm. It's usually in February or March this year. They, because it got postponed, it was in December. It was actually the same weekend as LA comic-con this year. Um, but they, it's, everything's inside. And it's like to the point where it's almost too big for where like it's, it's out and it's in their convention spot. Yeah. yeah. And it's already moved up multiple times to where it's at like in the middle of Seattle, it's in the convention center, yeah. which is pretty big and it takes up all the area they yeah. have. And, uh, I love that one. And it is, uh, it's really, 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 really like busy though. So, but I would say next to WonderCon, San Diego comic-con, if I'm just talking pop culture, yeah. cause I, Designer Con's up there for me. I think Emerald City would be would be right up there. But not Reno Comic Con. Fuck that place. Not Reno Comic Con. <laughs> and Long Beach Comic Con's kind of janky. I know you had to have been there. I, I have definitely gone there once. I think I walked in for one, like, I don't remember who. <laughs> I walked in for, like, a very specific purpose, yeah. did it, and I was out of there. It is small enough that they had it's get but it's like busy. They get a they get a decent amount of attendees. Yeah. It's small enough that they had a Firefly reunion. Phileon came, did the panel, and he's like, I'm not signing autographs here, and left. Everybody else stopped, like stayed and signed autographs at their booth. But because it was so small, he I'm sure he was like, I'm not doing this. It's not big enough for me. But see, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you should be like LA Comic Con should be able to do that. Like, even if someone wants to go, like, I just want to show up for 45 minutes, talk with my friends yeah. on stage, and then yep. bounce. You know, who cares? They should. I don't know why they yeah. don't, but maybe it's not cost efficient to them. Maybe it doesn't make yeah. sense. Cause this like it like it just felt too much like the dog and pony show that they do for all these lesser comic places where like uh, uh, convention places where they like yeah. get the people, everyone parades through, does their signings. Everyone parades through and does their little like gimmick on the stage. And then everyone does their photo ops yeah. and then they, you know, cash out, you know? I mean, good for them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm with you. It, it doesn't make a whole, it, I don't know what would draw me back. Like I'll certainly go again. And I would probably certainly go multiple times. And it's more just because I like going to cons. But there's not like, if I didn't live here, yeah. I don't know that I would go. Like Emerald City, I will go because of other reasons. I don't live there. I have to fly there. Yeah. 
LA would just be more, I think, more of a convenience thing. If unless they did something like you're saying, yeah. where you know they have a different vibe to it. So, like designer con, I really think if it, even if it wasn't right down the street from me, I would still I would seek that out and probably go to it in a different state. I think I don't know. All right, buddy. All right, this was fun. This was one. Yeah. I hope. Uh, I don't know. I hope this was maybe a little more negative than some of the other <laughs> pods, but. I still had a good time. I know you still had a good time, and I'm sure we'll do it again next year. Hey, they they can't all be nines out of ten ratings, you know. They can't because if they're all nines out of tens, then, then they're not really all nines. Exactly. Out of tens. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, you get. <laughs> we gotta be. We gotta be honest. <laughs> For sure. All right, buddy. I'll see you at the next con. <laughs>